I like that you like the music like that, bro. I do like the music. What's going on, everybody? Good evening. Welcome to the Miami Mayhem Show. Yes, we got a little pep in our step. It's game week. Temple, you on the clock. No, hold on. We beat Temple. Georgia Tech, you want? You know what? It's been a long week at work, guys. Give me a little. <laughs> Georgia Tech on the clock. Emma Kane in the house. Ellen, uh, Fo, everybody, man, we got people coming in. We appreciate all the support. Like, oh, Ayo, how you doing today, dog? Hey, man. You know it. Like you said, it's been a long, long bye week, and I think that's a good thing, right? Like, there's been plenty of times where we're not really too, uh, too happy to be going into the bye or coming out of the bye week. So. Hey, it's good to get back into the mix. And if I could park at Hard Rock right now and just sit outside, I really would be. Like I'm I'm excited for the I'm excited for Saturday. I, I can't wait either, man. Um, you know, uh, tomorrow afternoon I get off work, pick up my son from school. He stays with grandma. We we driving to Miami. We're gone. Uh Ellen, yeah, 12th man getting his jersey. I mean, I might as well just say it now. Um, he will be joining yep. us on the show next week on Thursday nights. Uh, yeah, we super will be excited. having the twelfth man on here. It, it's a great, it's a great honor. It's a, it's a great thing to, to see the community go, you know, around him on social media, and of course Mario, just a stand-up guy, man, was kind of nice. So, hey, how you been doing? You, you all right, man? You, you ready for the game? Talk to me. Yeah, bro. Like we're gonna be uh, just like usual. We're gonna be doing the later on tonight. We're gonna be making sure we mention what the ingredients are for the Canes concoction. And nice. the little Cane's appetizer. So we'll be definitely doing that because Saturday, yeah, we're going to be bringing the noise on Saturday's tailgate show. Like, that's going to be real fun. Like, I'm hyped for y'all. And I'm I'm hyped for us at home, too, because then we don't got to worry about the DDs. So <laughs> we don't got to worry about driving because this juice is going to, like Coach A says, and this Ellen can, can vouch for, it's going to be biting. Nice. I, I strongly will make sure it does. Let's give a couple of shout-outs. Um, of course, you know we have our degenerates that are always coming up in the house. Um, if you guys want to get on, you know, into our Discord, you know how to do it. It's 8 bucks a month. It goes to help support the NIL players. Nobody makes anything around here. Um, let's give a shout-out to the sponsor, Chad Bar Law. If you have any issues, right there's the information, Chad Bar, who's huge. With uh, especially helping out the vets, man. So we appreciate Chad Bark and help you in any state you want. And last but not least, uh, always want to say thank you for all of the uh, armed force members all over the world uh, defending, protecting our country who can't be at games, can't be with their families. They're out there doing their thing. We thank you for everything you do. So let's get to it, man. We have our guest here. We have our guest. Go ahead and uh, bring him on, man. Bring out the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> Stu Max's dad. What's up, Stu? Hey, hey, how you doing, guys? Pretty good, man. Hey, I, I like what you did with the uh, your topic title, uh, AO, on your marketing there. <laughs> hey, man, you got to make sure you got you got to wrangle everybody in a little bit. It's been a long, <laughs> long two weeks, so we definitely want to make sure we get everybody back involved and. Have some fun with it again. I mean, it's been a long time since Miami fans have had some fun. So let's do this. Absolutely. Real quick. uh, Hey, Norman, all the way in Hawaii. What's good, fam? $15 dono. If you guys don't know, all the money goes to NIL. We don't keep anything. 
We don't get paid. We actually get paid deductions around here from zero. So I don't know how that happens. <laughs> it is what it is. You know, hopefully we get a, you know, I know Max got a car one year for a bonus. Maybe we get something like that with Max. But, <laughs> it had to be an official price, little, uh, little putt-putt one that we found at a garage sale to give to him. But it was fine. It worked out really well. <laughs> you know, soon we, we got with you and Max was kind of surprised. I told Max we're bringing you on. I'm like, that's twice we've had the goat on our show. <laughs> Max, we got to your own batch, Correct. your own show. I told Max he was adopted. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we were kind of just spitballing for today, Stu, when you asked me a couple of questions by text. But this is the first time in many years that I'm so excited to get past bye week because in the past years, you're like, when the hell's bye week? When is bye week? We need a bye week. Mm. We need a break from what's going on. You know, social media just posted something that Georgia Tech tickets are selling out quickly. I mean, there's there's a there's a vibe going on right now around this team, around the community. I mean, how do you feel? Because I'm ready. I'm ready to call. I'm thinking about calling in sick tomorrow, but. Well, you know, certainly in in the last few years, right, coming off a bye week, we came out flat. We just didn't perform well at all. But I I certainly think, uh, you know, Mario's got uh, got the right players, getting the right players with the right attitude, players that want to be Canes, players that want to work hard and they want to win a natty. And so I think uh, the time off has been productive. And, uh, you know, when you see Mario handing out um, jerseys and helmets to uh, Shelton Duluth, how great was that, right? Did you see that uh, today? Yeah, we, uh, we yeah, made the comment that we're having him on the show next week. Uh, yep. He's going to come on the show next week. And, you know, and, and, and A.O., when's the last time between here or Oregon, have you seen Mario say we're wearing certain jerseys? Or certain things like that. Mario's never been that type of guy, right? You know, he's always been straight face businessman. But I mean, when you yeah. earn it, you earn it <clears throat> to a degree. I mean, remember he was at Oregon. Oregon had a hundred jerseys. You know what I mean? Like, but but like he said, they earned it. You know what I mean? Like that was the difference. Was Oregon wasn't getting annihilated. Plus, it was already kind of a part of their custom when they when he got there. But no, I, I loved how he did it. Was you earn the right to have an alternative. You earn the right to rock these different jer- these jerseys because if you're not about the business, then why do we need to be? We need to be working about the fundamentals first. But like you said, this has been a completely different Mario in the last you know three, four weeks than you saw last year because he's having fun. He's enjoying himself. He's not trying to build and, and repair on 24-7. He's like you, like, like, you know, like Stu said, He's out engaging with the community. He's out, you know, making sure that what he sees out on these, you know, social media platforms gets addressed. Cause that was huge. I love that he did that because there was a lot of different platforms from outside our community that were kind of going at at Shelton, which wasn't right because they didn't know the story. They just saw something that was clickbaitable and they went after him. And I love that the Kane's football social media platform found that and addressed it to the big guy and said, Hey, one of our own is getting attacked. What should we do? And he said, bring him on in. You know what I mean? Like, I love that kind of stuff. It shows you a different type of Mario where he's having fun, dude. And if he's having fun, that means that the job is being done in the way he wants it to be done. So I love what you guys both pointed out. Like, I think it's it's the foundation's getting there. 
Stu, and and he, he he brought up the most important thing, having fun. You know that the wear and tear on a, on a college football coach is 365 days, texting at 5 in the morning to 11 o'clock at night. We know Mario was happy in Oregon, but if you really compare what you see, what I saw in Oregon to what you see right now, it's all it's like he's gotten 10 years younger. You know, yeah, he's, he's got a, he's got a little extra pep in his step. There's no doubt about it. Exactly. So when you when you know, I didn't know what kind of difference there's going to be, but there's a huge difference being with a coach where you grew up, where you won. Everything that that evolved around your whole life is now here. And, you know, he's on social media. His wife's on social media. And there's a whole different thing. So, I mean, Stu, I, I don't know, Stu. There's just a, there's a lot to be happy about that we haven't been able to. I mean, I know we were happy in 2017, right? You beat sure. Notre Dame. You beat Virginia Tech. We were at those games. That's right. But even with the great year and beating those teams, there's a different five to this team than there was still back then. Do you agree, Matt? Do you agree, Stu? Absolutely. I know you're looking at the name, right? You see Matt? I'm looking at the name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, I I definitely agree. I mean, with Mark Richt, I mean, obviously there was a lot of excitement. You know, another former player coming back home, proven coach, donating, you know, a million dollars to – to get a nice facility. Uh, he was building something special as well, you know, and, uh, but Mario, you know, it's that cafecito, man. It's just go, go, go. It's that, that intensity that, that we all, you know, we've been looking for, for a long time, you know? And, uh, so yeah, it's, it's a lot of excitement. The bye week came at a good time. Uh, we're fortunate, right. Before we go into ACC play, we had a bye week, um, we're going to open up the playbook. I mean, it's exciting, right? I mean, you listen to, uh, you know, Coach Dawson and, and Gidry, I mean, they're ready to, to let loose, right? Dawson, we're going to get – There's the ball is going to be moving around, you know. that's It's exciting for a fan to be able to see that again. But, you know, there are a couple, people, a couple people here in the state, Georgia Tech's defense. I'm happy just the bye week is over. I was bored last Saturday, too, is our first time. You're right. A lot of people say the same thing. We got a lot of people healthy. We got ACC play. I still have that feeling, you know, they're talking about the defense of Georgia Tech. They're talking about, oh, this quarterback can run. Ayo, I have a different feeling. I'm going to tell you my feeling is I think we win by 30 points. I'm going to say flat out we win by 30 points. The feeling, there's just that vibe, Ayo, and and – I really don't care who you put out there right now because of the the, the team. I've I've said it week after week, guys. This, hey, Lex, seen a pick of Javi with your hawk. (laughs) Yeah, Terry, uh, Stu, you didn't hear about that. No, I did. I did. You're going to take your cap off and show everybody? I I tell the chat notes. It's still golf news, right? It was uh, this side right here. Um, I was at a job site with a lot of with a lot of forest area, and I was next to a dead animal that I didn't notice a squirrel. You know, just pat, and I got attacked by a hawk. And I, yes, I have a scar. I, I was a big sucker, but um, so yeah, Terry. But I said it for many weeks. This team believes. They believe quietly. They don't. They don't care about noise. You don't see them taking pictures at gas stations. You don't see them on social media. Ao, this team believes 
and they believe quietly. That to me is dangerous. Very, very, very dangerous. Hey, what do you think? You know what else is dangerous? <laughs> what is guy. dangerous? Breaks in every chance he gets. There is really no escaping the wrath of the most dangerous one of the entire flow team, <laughs> and that is Rasta. Hey, I didn't go on here, and I had I didn't care what it took. I had to break in. That's right. How you doing, E? What's up, Pop? Is it really breaking in if you just leave the keys on the door, though? I mean, really, like. <laughs> nah, I had, no, I just I, had to come I, in and say what's up. We're about to record, so I just had to come in. I seen the goat on here, so I had to be a part of this. Oh, thank you. Absolutely, I appreciate bro. the compliment. I really do. <laughs> no, no, not the Billy goat, the actual goat. <laughs> Man, yeah, if all you guys know, Rasta and uh, Dave are recording their episode. Um, I know that's on our link tree bio right here. So, Correct when is that being go. posted? Uh, when's that being posted, Rasta? Every game day, Saturday, 8 a.m. If it's a Thursday or Friday night game, it'll be 8 a.m. that day. So, always on game day. It's our uh, our own Miami College game day. Beautiful, that's right. Hey, y'all fellas, have a good night. All right, have a great show. You too, buddy. So getting back to that, uh, Ayo, go first, then we'll go with Stu over here. My belief is they, they're dangerous. I, yeah. I, what's your uh, – Coming off the bye week, I think there's been a couple of things I, 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 I got a little bit more excited about was we continue to hit. I love that about this team. Our coach just loves hitting people. And you know what? The, the team likes hitting people. Like, like, like Stu kind of pointed out at the very beginning is you have to have guys that just want more, you know, is they're not going to get complacent. They're not going to say, you know what? We're four and no, we're feeling ourselves. No, like these guys are excited because it, it, one thing that pointed out was when they got asked about the jerseys, they all said the same thing. They're like, we know what's at stake is if we wear these jerseys and we lay an egg, we ain't ever getting this shit back. So we're just going to make sure we win to make sure we can wear this again, not just for us, for the guys behind us too. You know, and I love that about these guys is they're not just thinking about themselves. They're not thinking about the name on the back of the jersey. They're more concerned about the logo on the front. And that to me is what's been missing for a long time is you've had great talent. You just didn't have a team. You didn't have a unit. You just had dudes who were trying to make it to their next step, whatever that next step was going to be. Fashion model at a gas station, NFL seventh rounder, <laughs> UCFL. Like You could have gone whatever direction you wanted, but none of them were going the same damn direction. If we were a stream of water, it was like when you like try to like clog a drain and try and get it to go and just start squirting everywhere. It wasn't going the same way, but when you have the water going the same direction, it creates damage, and that's what we're really starting to see is we're we're a little dangerous, and you start noticing other opposing people jump out of the way. You start seeing our guys flying down the handle, and people are like, no, 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 no I'm good. You're going to gang tackle me again. I'm not down for that shit. No, I'm laying down, <laughs> you know, so I, I think that we're a unit, and I love that about the unit. Yeah, you, I, I, would, you know, I would agree, Ayo, uh, no doubt about it. I heard a comment, uh, I forget who they asked, but they were talking about, you know, the, the jerseys. And the player said, I don't really care what we wear. We got the U on the side of our helmet, and that's what we're playing for. Love and, that. And that that's an attitude that, you know, it's it's been a long time. That you can't teach are, that attitude, right? No. So you, can, you either have it or you don't. 
Yeah. Yep. So you know, uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, uh, you're right. It is quiet. That's Mario's style, right? He doesn't mm-hmm. talk about much at all, um, you know, and, and I like that. Just go out there and play, make things happen and have fun. I mean, that's what the swagger was all about. These guys were working hard in practice. They knew if they didn't, they were going to get replaced because the person behind them was even better. They just happened to have the opportunity to be on the field at the time. And and they were having fun. And now they have the 19 different rules that, you know, prevent you from celebrating and doing all the things that the boys did back in the day, you know. Um, and and so when people say, you know, it's a, it's a Miami thing, you just don't understand. They, they couldn't have phrased it any better. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Yeah, I love that. And I believe it was, was it 99 or 2000? Was it with Reggie Wayne or one of the receivers who got injured and could not be, would not leave the field because they knew the Hall of Famers were behind them? Andre Johnson yeah, was Reggie. right behind him. Andre Johnson yeah. was behind him. not coming Correct. back out. <laughs> you know, so I'm, I feel like we're starting to get some of that attitude, like, you know, you got Bain who, who's getting some snaps, and you got some people saying, "Now oh, we're going to play this week," because if Bain gets enough snaps, he never may come off the field again. That's right. You, well, you just well, think about it, the it, running backs, right? You go back to like ooh. the Clint Portises, right? When you had Frank Gore and McGahee and all those guys. Well, that's what our running back room is kind of looking like right now. I mean, we all get excited to watch Chris Johnson because he's so fast, right? But he's fourth in line right now. So the competition there is is really, you know, making a big difference. You know, I was ta- I was talking to Max the other day on uh, after his show. Um, you know, one of the things that I'm most impressed with is how hard every one of the running backs and even the receivers are not only running hard after they make the catch. It's nice to see Restrepo stay on his feet, but they're also blocking hard. And so, you know, you have to look at, at Ice Harris and, and Kevin Beard and what they're doing. They're just bringing that attitude of, of nasty back. You know what, I, I, I don't know about you, but I would love to see what Stu was doing in the 1980s. No, you don't. Don't throw, <laughs> when you no, you don't. I want to see, hey, what was the uh, – Stu, or false, you got a gold grill at the crib right now. <laughs> with the best no shirt, Stu throwing up to you. I would love this. Yo, I'm going to call Max. And we're going to see what big of a donation we got to find to get Max to find me a picture of that. that would be yeah. Awesome. Well, I have to tell you, I'm just really glad that we're, as, as Tony Fitzpatrick said the same thing on his uh, podcast interview the other night. Just glad there were no cell phones back then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even for our age, it's like, you know, I tell my younger siblings all the time, like, Y'all have no privacy, and, and and when we were younger, we needed all the privacy we could get our hands on. So I'm glad that there was no cameras around. But true or false, do do you have a gold grill somewhere in a box in the crib somewhere where they only came out every every once in a while? But those gold fronts, they were there. I, I did. I'm a, lot, I'm, I'm a lot older than that, Ao. So, <laughs> hey, hey, we got it. We got we got this in the chat real quick, Stu. Is there a crazy story that you can tell us that is family friendly, Avenue? <laughs> We're playing with uh, playing for Coach Slumberger. Come I on, there's nothing I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to get like an off-record story that we right. do after dark. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to edit that one out. <laughs> you know, 
Stu, you made a big, big comment. Um, Ao, I, I picked up on this when you were talking about the running backs. Mm-hmm. Last year, mm-hmm. as much as Parrish, I think, was overused and Rooster was overused the year before, you saw yeah. how tired they got. And once they they got – they couldn't break any they, – they couldn't break tackles. Right. When you have a confident O-line and you can give our running backs a five- to six-yard head start before they get touched, there's no linebacker – I don't know linebacker. I don't give a damn. There's no linebacker that wants any part of this. When Don Chaney – who at the beginning still has seven four stories. <laughs> yeah. Ellen just made hey, the comment hey. of the day. That's the comment Absolutely. of the day. Hey, you know what the funny part is? He's not denying it. Right. He's like, he's like, Ellen, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. He's I, looking I, over, I like, trying to figure out what the photo is. He's like, wait a minute. I know. Do I know Ellen? Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I was on the fourth floor. Fourth floor. Yeah, he didn't. <laughs> so going back to our running backs, I apologize. That, that Ellen, you caught me off guard there. But um, you know, one of my predictions to begin the years, I, I thought Don Cheney was either gonna break out or you know, you know, maybe move on. It happens, right? That man has stayed healthy, think knock on wood. That man is taking the advantage of every opportunity that's being given to him. How happy are we to see that we're not getting – he? I'll tell you right now, there's no safety that wants a part of Don Chaney full strength. And no. though, and the line's making the holes for them. So, Matt, Stu, I mean, how's that – what kind of good feeling you guys seeing somebody that went through that? Well, you know, you talk about Chaney, right? He gets to start because he's been working hard. And you say he's making the most of every opportunity. Well, look what Parrish did when he got in. He had his oh, yeah. career highlight. 130 plus yards, right? And everyone's forgetting about Fletcher. That dude is a beast also. Wait till he comes back. And we haven't even seen Citizen yet. So you look at that, that room is just crazy. You you know, Ayo, we can't say it's the running back room of of 2000, of course. These are all Hall of Famers. But you're starting to see the light to get to that point. Because, let's be honest with you, bro. As a running back recruit, I'm a top recruit. I'm Hellcat. I believe that's uh, Whitley, right? I'm the mm. fastest man in the country. Chris Johnson, I'm getting all these. And he still wants to come to Miami. Ayo, what does that tell? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Ayo. Uh-oh. We got, uh-oh. Bingo. Uh-oh. Oh, my. Head and I <laughs> I don't know, but I got an email just now that we had an AARP meeting right now. (laughs) (laughs) Javi, what's up, dog? Hey, Javi, how are you? (laughs) How are you doing, Stewie? Well, since we're not watching the Yankees play, um, you're doing fine. (laughs) (laughs) There's been a little rough for you guys this year so far. Let me tell you, you you got the best person for the show, man. You got a great talent right there. That will help you guys immensely. Oh, I will. You know what? But instead of Ao answering this question, Ao, I love you, but we got Javi on for a few minutes. Javi. Yes, sir. Just, I just said, I know you just got on, that the, the running back room cannot be compared to when we had Gore and McGay and all that. But you're starting uh, to see the transformation to get to that point where you have top recruits that are committed to us. They see the talent in front of them, and they're not scared. They're not shying away. What do you we're think getting there. Especially with we're getting there, man. I think we're getting there. I mean, uh, 
we need to let this young talent prove themselves before we can, uh, you know, compare them to the great ones that we had before. So it's a matter of time. Uh, and I know that, uh, you know, this year we got three more, maybe two to three more coming. And next year, the same thing. We're going to keep on loading up the best talent that we can have in each position moving forward. Ayo? Yeah, I, I think you're uh... – <laughs> you start wearing down a any defense, but if you kind of saw like what Georgia Tech's been doing, the one biggest weakness that really stands out is their run defense. You're going to send five dudes who enjoy hitting you, enjoy running you over, and they're not just competing with themselves. They're competing with each other. If you don't think they're competing with each other, as soon as they hit the field, watch Parrish get tackled on a last-second ditch effort to not get a touchdown and then watch them go back to the sideline. They're all rooting for each other. That makes a unit dangerous. And like you said, those 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, those, those rooms for the running back room were just the same way. They carried each other. They lifted each other up. They didn't sit there and, you know, it was all about me, me, me. It was about we, and we are dangerous. And now you're starting to see that. And that's a part of this little, comment down here is a culture the culture has changed you don't have a bunch of people who are worried about what what's 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 in it for me and why do i need to block really well i don't i don't look pretty Stu. if i'm if i'm getting dirty and how am i supposed to take my gas station pictures after the game if i got a little ruffled up you know it's about the culture about hitting dudes and enjoying it and now in the fourth quarter teams are worn down because how hard is it to find 11 defensive players that can take that punishment over and over and over. And you saw like Florida versus Kentucky. It wears you out. And then they get worn out. And then they give up. And then you're going well, for 300 yards for rushing. Thing. Yeah, that's right. We're gonna make it a we're gonna make it a Georgia Tech thing too. So I love our running back room. Hey uh we'll start off with Stu and then we'll go around the clock here. Everybody knows you see in all these spread concepts throwing for 600 yards a game. The last game, uh, you know, well, we went to uh, Philadelphia with Flo and a couple of the guys, and we saw Temple play. I am in the mindset that I don't care if we do another pass play this Saturday. I want to see I, – I, you enjoy seeing the running game, guys, which is not something we've been able to do. Javi, who's probably the biggest critic of O-line play. <laughs> I mean, I haven't heard a complaint yet. Are they going to miss a block? Yes. Are you you're gonna make a mistake? You're gonna have an outside just. But if the only thing we can say wrong with our own line is, oh, he had two offs, he had two false start penalties, and you're rushing for 300 yards. Well, guess what? Shit happens, right? I could care less about seeing another pass play this Saturday, and I can't wait to see how many how we just pound the ball. We haven't been able to say that about an O line because we all know you recruit Miami, right? Miami is made up of athletes. Once in a while, you get that good offensive line, D-line you always have. But, man, how is it exciting to say we could care less about spreading the ball. We don't have to show as much. Let's pound the ball and let's see if they can stop us. Straight up. First series. Yeah, I don't mind being vanilla at all, um, knowing that we have the ability to do so many other things. But if, if we're knocking them back and if we're creating the holes – and these guys can can run and, and chew up some time and, and everybody stays healthy, run all day. You know, um, 
we're only four games into the season for us, right? And uh, you know, Texas A&M, you know, we're we're rooting for them now, um, you know, to to build our resume. But we haven't seen, you know, great defensive lines like we're going to see, you know, with the North Carolinas and the Florida States and the Clemsons, right? And so we just have to do what we're supposed to do, win the games we're supposed to win, and and then we can open up the playbook. But if if Georgia Tech, if, if their run defense is their weakness, attack, attack, attack. Right. Avi? Uh, to talk about a little bit about the running game, because I, I love – I love pounding the ball and and getting dirty with the offensive linemen, and uh, that's my type of football. But we had a lost soul. Look at what the competition does to you, right? And you bring in more talent. We had a lost soul that got injured two years in a row. We had him in the back of the line, right? And last week we had him start, or two weeks ago we had him started, and he's been a completely different game. His game has completely transformed right to the guy that was originally recruited from Belen and we're talking about Cheney so you bring in talent that motivates him to run better than he's ever run before and look what he's doing now he's getting starting snaps I mean it's just lovely it's it, to see that young man bounce back through adversity it, it, it to me, it, it's I, I love it. I love it. And remember, we got a running back that hasn't seen a down yet in in Miami. That might be the best talent that we have in that running back class by the name of Citizen. And imagine if this kid comes and contributes five, six plays. Wow! This it's wow. I, I'll 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 put I'll put it this way. I'll probably. Bring as a um, as an analyst, Tom Osborne, and we'll run a little bit the wishbone. What do you guys think? <laughs> yes, that'd be awesome. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I, I think the smoke machine's got to go off. Ao, I've been yelled at yeah. for having that on Thursdays. I have been only permitted by the upstairs management team that I am only permitted to use a smoke machine on Saturday pregame show. So I'm good right now. But I absolutely love what you said, Javi. Like I couldn't agree more. Is to kind of touch on what you both said. We don't need to show anything more than what's working. You know, if it's if the foundation is working right, then why do you need to show a wrinkle? You don't need to. Why would I Why would I show a wrinkle for North Carolina to prep for? Why would I show a wrinkle for Florida State to prepare for? Why would I show anybody down our road anything more than I need to, than a foundation that you can't stop? You can know what we're going to do. And like Javi said, we're not even full strength yet. You haven't even seen half of our, our six – to what seven guys that are coming back that three of them were starters that they're healthy and now they're more dangerous because now you can't just sit back and go after our, our receivers. You can't just sit back and, and load up the box because we have danger everywhere. If, if this was, Hey, look at that guy. Hey, patrons in the house. What up, Flo? Now the real goes here. Yo, I don't even know how I got here. I just saw, Somebody like Rasta <laughs> touched me in the head, and then I popped up in here. It's definitely an ARP meeting. Definitely. <laughs> Are you guys live right now? <laughs> yes, man. We're having oh. a. We're just having a, a, a chat stew, bro. Where 
everybody, we just, we just chopping it up, man. As oh. fans, man, and it's feel good coming off the of bye week, man. I don't even know. Eric had a little speech crazy. going, and the boss popped in. No, that's man, right. I just, I actually just want to come in and say what's good, Stu. Hey, hey, uh, that's pretty much it. And hi to everybody else. Um, I didn't mean to mess your show up. It's just I don't even know how I got here. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing. Yeah, you, you guys carry on. I love y'all. <laughs> it's like a poof gift that he does in the Discord. I can't. I don't have my glasses, but he was sleeveless. Yes. We didn't. Wow. Sleeveless. <laughs> you know how to edit this thing? Guns out. Keep the guns out. You know this. This is why we love our show, man. We invite everybody wow. have a good time. To, but uh, you know, Ao. We're talking about run back by committees. We're talking about how people are not decommitting. I think this answers this question exactly right there. When Nikar trained to him, do current commits go away? Hey, I don't think so, guys. I don't think so. Great players want to play with great right. players. Load it up. <laughs> Why have a one or two good seasons where you're the only playmaker when you can legitly be at home be around the best of the best and create something that no one in your family has seen for 20 years. You can be you can be great somewhere else, but I'll tell you what, you build a Miami squad, you're legendary. And I'm not just saying that because we're Miami fans. I'm talking 30 for 30s were from us. Like that that 30 for 30 part 1 and 2 put that show on the map. You do anything with with Miami and it gets ratings. If you don't believe me, go look at the Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, uh, who was also on there, um, Reggie Wayne, and who was the fourth they had on there? Jimmy Johnson. And they, yeah, and they and they just had a, a conversation with them. They said there was one of the highest rated shows that that month. You yeah. just you, there's something different about Miami, and if you build Miami, it ain't going to go nowhere. Remember the reason why it came down in the first place was because of of sanctions, and Miami's had one arm behind its back the whole time. You build a Miami that has two arms for the first time ever? Because even in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, it had one arm behind its back. It didn't have the school investing. You didn't have the resources. You didn't have the facilities. You give a full-strength Miami? Bro, you're going to see coaches retire easily in the SEC. They're done. They're like, no, we're not going to go down there because I'm not going to waste my trip. I'm going to go enjoy retirement. Miami's one of the dangerous, most dangerous places on the map. Bro, I'm telling you right now, I love to see it because we're doing it the right way. And we're going to do it a building long-term way. Well, you talk about that brotherhood, right? I mean, anytime people get together, it's a family reunion. You know, there's nothing like it. Guys, we had a couple of donations. Norman, again, $10 dono. In the past, if we made mistakes that were made versus anime, it was game over. This season feels different. 100%. 100%. And look what we got. Wingo himself. Good vibes. Wingo, thank you for your support. $4.99. <laughs> Avi sitting in the driveway with a seatbelt on. We always safety first. <laughs> safety first. We don't we don't want Javi getting attacked or anything like that. So I'm, Javi, I'm parked I'm parked at the handicapped spot. So <laughs> you know Wingo ain't right for that. <laughs> Javi, what are you happy about just coming off a of bye week? We talked to Stu about it. You know, uh, if, what we said before you came on with bye week was 
we always were so happy the last few years when bye week. Alex looking like a weak highlighter. Look, this is <laughs> this is the windbreaker for the New Jersey. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm glad you did a donor to help NIL, so I'm gonna leave it alone. But that's my that's the only reason why I put it back up there is because you know what? You gotta pay up before I, I let you insult my co-host like that. Come on now, you get <laughs> you know, every time we had a bye week the last few years, we're so happy to have one. It's like, come on, bro. I can't wait for Saturday. I can't wait to see the boy. I can't. It's just we're ready to roll, Javi. How you feeling, bro? It's 36 hours or no 48 hours till game time. I'm man, let me tell you, man, with the previous administration going to a bye week, we knew we were gonna lose the game coming up because you would prep for it, but it's like you were prepping for the game before that. So yeah. it, it was it was terrible, man. So with this coaching staff, I'm 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 confident that. They got these boys ready to play, and they're not overlooking the following week going into North Carolina and put a beat down on the Tar Heels. But hopefully they have them focused to put the beat down on uh, on, on the Yellow Jackets, and um, that's all I ask for. You know, I, they don't have to play super pretty ball. Just get the win, get it over with, and let's go to North Carolina and, get, and deal with business. I am sick. And I'm telling you, sick and tired of losing to that blue and white team. I'm <laughs> sick of it. I'm sick of it. Yeah, that, that, hey, that run's got to stop. The adopted son is here. <laughs> Max, what up, man? What up? I actually worked a little bit of overtime today, so I'm uh, I'm a little late. Yeah, you are. A little, little late to the show. Yeah. <laughs> I got a question for you guys. So I kind of saw this on a little bit earlier, and I kind of it had me really kind of thinking. I mean, we'll kind of go right around from Lex Max all the way back. Most valuable transfer this year on the roster, Lex. Who do you think is our been our our breakthrough for our Lee, transfers? Lee, um, I know Cohen's a big part of it, but Lee touches the ball every snap on offense. Lee makes every call. I don't care what TVD says. It's Lee's job to make sure he sets his protection, everything. Lee's the most important guy. I took yours, Max. I know. No, I'm a, I'm actually going to go with McCormick because he's an extension of the offensive Ooh. line. Um, he's given us a lot in run blocking and pass protection. Had two catches. You know, hasn't been really asked to catch the ball at all, but I think Cam McCormick's been – Probably the most hated transfer pickup when we initially got him to the biggest impact. You know, everybody expected Cohen and Lee to come in here and, and handle business, but nobody expected anything out of Cam McCormick. And I think he's probably been the best transfer so far. Okay. That's a smart kid you got right there, Lex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just I'm just trying to see who's fight. We're gonna have a competition on the nicest beard after this question. Javi <laughs> got competition right now. Yeah, Javi's is short. Yeah, I, I cut. I'm I'm gonna go back. I, He's pissed I looked off at the moon. Head. I looked at the moon the other day and I started howling. I go, oh, go. I gotta go back to my. I gotta go back to my traditional look. Dude. So I, I would agree. I think uh, I think Lee is probably the biggest impact 
Um, but uh, just to change it up a little bit, love what Kiko's doing to that linebacker room, right? Not only is he playing sideline to sideline, but you forget he's coaching these guys, right? And every one of them is playing better. Nobody likes Corey Flagg, but Corey Flagg's playing very, very well, right? And Wesley is learning, you know, on the job, and he's getting a lot of a lot of tutelage from uh, from Kiko. I'm going to tell you, everybody picked my pick, so <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> no, all all the picks are phenomenal. Uh, just to throw a little curveball, I'm going to pick the punter. Oh. The punter has come in and replaced our great Aussie. And, and let me tell you, he's punted the ball fantastically. He's kept us in really good field position, except for that Texas A&M block. Besides that, the kid's been phenomenal. Let's, let's be real. And people don't understand how valuable a punter is because that will set your team up, especially on defense. If you can pin them back, that's good for the defense. So I, I, I'm going to pick the punter. You're gonna pick whatever the guy that, you're gonna you're gonna pick the guy that didn't transfer Javi because he's a freshman. I thought he was. Oh, is he? Isn't that the guy from Oregon? No, no. The the starting punter is actually from Australia as well. He's a freshman. Yeah, oh, he's Aussie. Well, he but, transferred but, from Australia over here. So yeah. I th I think technically he was in college in Australia, so so we'll let him. Yeah. Let him pass. Yeah, he was from Melbourne. <laughs> the Melbourne Kangaroos. You know, I, I think you guys. I think you guys hit him. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I think that you really can. You can't go wrong with it. What you guys picked. I think they. You touch on the three. You know, biggest upgrades we really needed. I mean, Javi, one of the first times that you were on our show, that was something we we had a forty-five minute conversation about is how our O line was killing us. And our linebackers do us no justice because they're constantly trying to do too much, right? And you have completely solved the riddle that was plaguing us by having upgrades on your line for guys who can not only bulldoze everybody, but they talk, they're gelling with each other, they hold each other accountable, and then you flip the script, and that's the same the same exact thing you can say about our linebacker room is they're talking, they're jumping with one another, they're covering each other. They yell at the DBs what they need to do, too. We're gelling. And that's something we haven't seen for a long time is just the continuity side. And, bro, we haven't even seen them full strength yet. You know how dangerous that is? How do you prepare for a team that the, the guys you're prepping for could have a guy injured or behind them that's dangerouser than they are? Is that a word? Is that? Max, dangerous, or is it more dangerous? I'm gonna go with more dangerous. It is in Iowa. <laughs> exactly. I was gonna. I'm just gonna throw it out there. It's gonna be in my Midwestern word of the day. But I think you guys all hit them perfectly correct. Is that we we have not missed on a transfer that's really you know been one of those really key items that we needed. So I, I love your guys' answers. And, and, and Let, to break off of that, Andrew, what you said, and, and I know Max and everybody said this a lot is. There's a lot of transfers that we were like, why are we going out to them? Why are we out to them? Mario's bringing in the right transfers. Maybe not the second. Well, McCormick couldn't have been the best, is the best answer of the group, guys, because it wasn't sexy. But what he's doing is sexy, and that's what he's doing. So we, I got one more question, and we're going to go around Max around thing, and I just want your opinion on here. 
Um, you know, I, I really don't pay attention to the schedule as much. Hey, I know we're playing this team. I know we're playing this team, whatever. Texas A&M was a very hard-fought physical game, probably one of the most physical games we might have all year, including FSU. You get Georgia Tech, which is a great breaking game to the ACC. Then you got UNC Clemson. But then you get Virginia. Nothing against Virginia. They're on five. They're a little weak. But you get time if Kate, you got bumps and bruises to get ready for FSU. How does our schedule kind of just set us up if we keep playing the way we are and getting better? How how far can this team go this year? Because you, you see, you see this little title next to you know what they call me. <laughs> you know what they <laughs> but why not us, Max? With why not? I'm sorry. Why not? Yeah, I mean, we have two um two tough parts of our schedule you obviously have the north carolina clemson game back to back coming up here uh next starting next week and then you have the florida state louisville game back to back um later towards the end of the season i think those are the two small you know two game samples of the season that can really impact how far this team can go Obviously, those four games are, are the biggest four games that we're going to have going forward. Obviously, Texas A&M would be added to that. Um, but those are four challenging games. I don't care that Clemson's lost two games already this season. They're still Clemson. They still have the talent on the roster. It's not a talent issue. Um, you know, they do have a new offensive coordinator that they're working in. So it, they, they may gel further towards the time that we play them. Um and so I, I think, you know, anything's on the table at this point. It just depends what team shows up for us. Because I think at the end of the day, I think we have the talent to win every game. But are we going to be consistently good enough week in and week out to win every game? That's that's what's going to determine how far we can go. Dude, talk to me. What do you think? Well, you know, I'm going to say that. I'm going to agree with with you know Mario in that our next game is the most important game, and we don't know from a character standpoint of this team. We we think we have an idea, but we don't know what how we're going to react when we get punched in the mouth, right? And so we did against A and M, and we were we were down, um, <laughs> we were down, you know, to A and M, and those boys never gave up. And that's a good sign because in years past we would have rolled over. Right. And so I'm not, I don't want to look ahead yet. I'm looking forward to this Saturday. I want to see us take care of business and just continue to improve week in and week out. Of course we have the talent and there's so much that goes into having that championship season. So many things that have to go right. You can't have, you know, too many injuries, right. Certainly not to keep people. So I'm just going to stay focused on on this Saturday against uh, the Yellow Jackets, and uh, we'll see where it takes us. But I'm excited. Avi? What I see the difference is the, the coaches that were brought in this year um, have really upgraded, for instance, the receivers. You know the the you there? Yep. Right there. <laughs> uh, it, they've really focused, and, and, and they've gotten a lot better. And you can you can see that in game in and game out. And they have those boys playing at a high level 
every game, regardless if it's Bethune or Texas A&M. And that's the difference I see. Last year, it was a complete mess, man. They couldn't get up for any game. And if they did, it was a matter of time where they put 14 on their head. And that's it. They're like Stu was saying, they're rolling over already. So props to, to, to all these coaches for keeping these kids, uh, these kids focused. And uh, something we were talking about before, we got to give credit to Maribel. I mean, he's done a phenomenal job with this offensive line. And uh, not only obtaining two, two great talents between uh, Cohen and Lee, but making sure that this line gels, like uh, A.O. was saying. That's the important thing about an offensive line. You can get all the talent in the world, but if you don't gel, and this this line right now is gelling and it's playing at a high level, man. And uh, it, we didn't we see it now. At least I see it now because we faced a very very talented defensive line at Texas A and M. And if you're not watching Texas A and M's games, they are dominating that line of scrimmage, that D line. And Alabama has a big problem this week. And hopefully, you know, it translates to that. It's better for us because it gives us a gauge on where our team is moving forward. Don't forget who we practice against every day too, Javi. Yep, yep. Yep. Yeah, I I think this kind of puts it into my my thought right now is Mm -hmm. we have a mantra to just – we ain't looking around to nobody else. I think the the team has really took over the it's us versus everybody else. We don't care what all these other teams are doing. We don't care about what they say. They're not on social media like they used to be either. I'll and I love seeing that part of it is during the season they're worried about them and they're getting better. Process improvement takes you to do it, not what everybody else around you is doing. You have to want to get better. So in honor of that, I think I'm just going to go ahead and put this Kool-Aid to good use because it's delicious for right now. But how high can the team go? It's up to them now. You know, and I think that's something that we haven't been able to say with confidence. <laughs> Usually we're drunk in confidence after one game or two games, but we can legitly say, why not Miami? Like, Who are you really going to put in front of them that they're going to back down to? I, I don't see a team that... Yeah, like we know about the depth side. We need another year or two for depth for a championship run. I get that. But this team, they're not going to be- roll over like a like a LSU when we we faced them a couple years ago where like, you know, Javi mentioned, you're up 14 and they're gone. And you just paid for tickets that you wish you had the money back by the third quarter. I don't see that with this team. This team, get in the stands, enjoy the show because they're going to run over everybody and anybody right now. And if the, a guy gets hurt, they have the next man up approach, you know, where you had four games so far and three of those games, the backups have gotten in. That's been huge. You have development. You got guys who are, we kind of mentioned before that they were on the cusp of being ready and now they got game time experience. That's huge. That's going to pay dividends when we get down into those nitty gritty times where you got to be able to rotate those guys in and out to stay fresh. That's how you wear out teams. Keep running a guy that can run a 4-3 at somebody over and over again, and he's going to get tired. So I love that we're we're improving within, not worrying about outside as much. It's all about Miami, and I think that's what they're going to really keep harking on is one week at a time. Don't worry about everybody else. Well, 
you know, I'm going to get to our final word here, and then we're going to go to our hot takes, guys. Um, as you all know, this is uh, why we do this show. Um, hopefully soon I'll get to, we'll get to meet Max. AO's coming down for a game. I got to meet Stu last year. Javi, you know, this is a family, man. Um, you know, we do this show because of everybody that's here, everybody in the chat, you know, that's supporting us, man. This is, this is great, man. I, I can't wait for show nights to do this with everybody. So we appreciate everybody. Max, we appreciate, everybody takes time to come with us, man. Thank you. But... Now it's time. Georgia Tech, you're on the clock. You're getting your ass kicked. I don't give a shit. YouTube's kicking me <laughs> off. Hashtag it on Facebook. 15 and 0, baby. Hot takes for the night, right, Ayo? That's right. I got two of them. We're going to win by fucking 30. <clears throat> Be a pro professional. We're going to win by 30 points. And we're going to rush for 250 yards all over their faces. That's my hot take. Max, give uh, well, me something good, baby. Well, well first, I hope, uh, Javi, I hope you bet on DJ Moore. He's got uh, 137 yards and two touchdowns in the first quarter. God, um, so uh, I hope you place the bet on him on the over. Um, but uh, my hot, so it's just my hot take for this week. Yeah, we'll do why not we yeah now we're doing the weekly hot takes, not like it's game week. Something for Georgia Tech. Now, if you have something to add, add it, please. Um I had a hot take yesterday. I don't even remember what it was. Um in the in the voice chat. So I'm uh, I'm gonna just come up with a new hot take. Uh my hot take against Georgia Tech is Cam Kitchens is gonna come back and pick up where he left off against Georgia Tech last year. He had three three interceptions against them this year. I'm going to say he, he gets at least one this year. So um, my hot take is Cam's going to come back and have a really solid game with a, with at least one interception. I like Love it. it. Come on, Stu. My hot take is that uh, we put up at least 45. I love it. Javi. I got two. I got 41-17, but – I think uh, the guy I've been criticizing since day one, our offensive coordinator, is going to throw a little wrinkle for North Carolina. I see Arroyo getting five catches for 75 yards and a touchdown. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. We're gonna, we have to save that one for next week's show, Ayo. We're going to see from that one. Yeah, we'll be coming back for that one. That was That's a really good one. I like that. Ooh, I'm going to go. Our defense, who's been getting a lot of a lot of gruff about this Georgia Tech offense, I say we hold them hold them under ten points. I'm gonna say, you know what? They come out a little pissed off. You kind of disrespecting them by mentioning Georgia Tech's offense over and over and over again. And plus, like you guys all mentioned, it's a really good test because King is kind of agile, so he's gonna be a really good kind of break into what May can bring to the table too. So I think that's gonna be a really good way of. See what 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 you know blitz packages work. What can get you really to the quarterback really quick because he's not great when it comes into pressure, moving him out of the pocket. Once he's on the run, he's solid. But if you can kind of get him off balance, you can see where he kind of throws the ball pretty arid. So I think our D goes pissed off mode. Cam gets the interception. I love that. So I'm gonna go 
Defense, 10 points, six sacks. They come in pissed. We haven't had very many sacks. A lot of pressure. Well, you know, I I have it. We're all pretty close. I got it 40. I got it 42 to 13 is my prediction. So, guys, I mean, we're kind of up here. Uh, The show. Oh, we have one more. What is the drink of the weekend for tailgate AO? We almost forgot the drink. What is the concoction? We're going to go this week with a loaded Corona again because you know what? That was delicious, and it kind of caught everybody off guard. So you ha- we're going to get Corona, these little guys, your little Kool-Aid packet, and you can either get, if you don't like, if you don't like uh, tequila, you can, get, uh, you can get vodka. They'll do either one, and then I'll show you how to make them on Saturday. But it will taste like candy, which is extremely weird for how this is, but it is refreshing. It's a very refreshing drink. Doesn't taste like beer, doesn't taste like alcohol. It just it's weird. But it will that's what we need this week. Four. Well, <laughs> guys, we have our uh, tailgate show that will be at 4 30 Eastern. Um, about an hour and a half after the gates open. So we'll have a live tailgate show with me and AO and you never know who jumps on with those tailgate shows. So we have that coming on uh, next week. Guys, join us. Uh, 12th man, Shelton, who got presented his jersey by Mario, will be joining us on the show. Um, what, it's just a wonderful story, man. God bless that guy. Uh, so we have him coming on. But, man, again, we appreciate everybody joining us on the chat. You know, we got always the support. Yeah, Terry, Kool-Aid is high, and it's getting higher. So, but we end the show the same way every week. We love you guys. Go to go Miami, but it always has been, always will be. About that, you. Go Canes. Go Canes. Go check us out on the podcast. <laughs> See you. <ya. laughs>